గుడ్ ప్రేమనంది సో గుడ్ ఈవినింగ్ ఎవరి వన్ వెల్కమ్ మోహిని we've been discussing from chetan chertamrit and um we're at the uh, concluding portion of the 13th chapter in this chapter a synopsis of the birth of chetan mahaprabhu was given and um we've heard that uh the uh, appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The chapter begins in Vrindavan and, um, and in this the context being that the, the, Ch- the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has its internal beginnings, internal here, referring to the, the private world of Krishna. Saita Dweep, sometimes his abode is... is uh, is turned it, it means white island so um you can imagine if some had an island out in the pacific somewhere and no one could go there unless they were specifically invited and so forth what goes on there we might wonder so something like that <coughs> white pure white is also the color of milk and it's the land of milk and honey goloka land of cows and um milk of course represents the affection of the cows the motherly love that is uh, in one sense the the source of of life and uh, so as i say the description began there with a verse about krishna's contemplation and thus the chapter about chaitanya mahaprabhu's appearance begins with reference in very brief way to the internal reasons for his descent a subject that has been already discussed at great length in earlier chapters in the mangalacharan itself um, there's uh, two two verses in particular from kaviraj's mangalacharan that deal with the inner life one with the philosophical uh canvas if you will um to the art of that leelas is uh is uh, drawn as is the second verse from the um the diary of uh, Sri Damodar that verse serves as kind of a stepping stone to jump as high as one can into the uh, uh parvyom where god then is found uh, if you will krishna involved in an auto psychoanalysis exploring himself and his purpose and so forth so at some length there's chapters chapter dedicated to that but here here in this chapter in the context of the narrative which is finally beginning after a lengthy and and um profound introduction 12 chapters um um 
again, it's referred to. And then, of course, he, he follows that, as we know, as we've heard in recent discussions, with some mention of the, of the Guru Paribar, the Guru, Guru Varga of Mahaprabhu, referring in this sense to all the elders of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And so as he plays that out, um, he begins to speak about Advaita, and then we have the external reason for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent is again referred to, which also is played out in, in some length in the uh, in the Mongol Charn verses, uh, the compassion of Advaita, the uh, the fact that he was the leader of the Bhaktas, and uh, from his house was conducting Krishna Kata discussions of Bhagavatam and the Gita, all from the devotional perspective, a happy situation in which we found Advaita unhappy for the plight of others, and so his puja, his archan, hmm, to bring Krishna to the world. Uh, and so, again, reference to the external reasons for his descent. And then various other uh, important elders of Mahabhu have been introduced, Jagannath Mishra, Sachi, we talked at length about Sachi and her contribution. <coughs> Um, I think in our last discussion, we Haridas was mentioned, and we we, we talked something, uh, spoke something about him and his significance, and how he was part of uh, the uh, calling of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the world, as as Advaita did his archan uh, on the bank of the Ganges. Um, Haridas was, this is described later in the text, of course, this was found in a cave doing. Nam Bhajan and praying for the descent of Bhagavan Sri Krishna at the same time. So they're intimately related, as we heard, Advaita and Haridas. Uh, we didn't reference it, but they are the Brahma and the Shiva of of uh, Chaitanya Vaishnavism. Uh, in this verse of the eleventh uh, book of the Bhagavatam, that. Um, Two of them that that follow the uh, verse describing verse and a half really that describes the advent of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, it's followed by two verses, very beautiful verses that um, further describe his uh, the the nature of his appearance and so forth. So. Shiva Vrinichinutam Sharanyam Vitartiham Prantapala Purudapotam Mande Mahapurushati Charana Vindam Shiva Vrinichinutam Sharanyam. So Shiva Vrinichi here means Brahma. They also took shelter of him. And, and so this is the Dvaita. Dvaita is the, is, as we've heard, Mahavishnu, but a special uh, avatar of Mahavishnu. And um, one of the ways in which he's special is the Maha. Is said to refer to Mahadev, Shiva, and Vishnu, so a combination of the two. So he is the Shiva, obviously. Haridas is the Brahma Haridas, and there's a lot of background to that. Um, <coughs> taking us all the way back to to the Brahma Vimohan Lila and the Bhagavat and the Brahmas. Uh, um, challenge, if you will, of Krishna in the forest, and um, this is part of the price that he had to pay. He criticized who he had seen Krishna 
at the dawn of creation. He had the darshan of Bhagawan. And there it's described in Gopal Tapanishuti that, that he appeared in Gopavesh, in the dress of a gopa. But although he was in the dress of a gopa, he appeared nonetheless in Gyan Mudra. So Gyan Mudra means uh, like giving a blessing of, of knowledge. It's peculiar because we find Krishna more in the mood of giving knowledge in the Gita and in a different face of Krishna than we find in, in Vrindavan. But here the two are somewhat combined. He's giving the essence of the Bhagavatam in, in four verses, really six verses, two introductory verses and then four essential verses. Um, and they are in answer to an, uh, uh, three or four questions of Brahma. And um, but he's in the Gopavesh. So ideas, of course, when he saw him later, muyanti um, atsuraya. He's difficult to understand as he is. He saw him in the Braj, as he, in Swayam Bhagavan himself. He wasn't in the Gyan Mudra, but rather he was holding rice and yogurt like you cook in the morning and fruit in his left hand. And eating and putting food in his friends' mouths and and taking food from their mouths and they're taking food from his and in then this is Krishna just just uh, transitioning from the Kumar to the Pogandalila calf herding hmm? so this is quite uh, bewildering to Brahma he thought it must be an imposter hmm? Krishna's I've seen Krishna he's not like that he's He's my guru. <laughs> uh, of course, at the time, the dawn of creation, Brahma actually requested Krishna to have a relationship with him as there in the Bhagavatam, um, like a sakha. So, in due course, in our spiritual practice, that which we are, our chitta, is influenced by, in terms of bhakti sangskars, by our association, particularly our, our guru. Hmm that will start to manifest, as if it's our own uh, desire. And of course, then we have to cultivate a desire to pursue that. So in due course, Krishna showed him, you want to be my friend, this is what it's like. Here, that, here is an example. These are my friends. This is my friend, Lila. And Brahma was a little astounded by that prospect. Um, at any rate, so the idea is there. He made some offense to Krishna. This was his penance to take birth as a Muslim and be the Brahma of Gora Lila. So naturally, Brahma and Shiva, they were close because Shiva also offended Krishna. <laughs> and worse so in the Govardhan Lila by trying to kill his cows with madness. This is the chief of the gods. Indra means the chief. The chief of the gods trying to kill the cows of Krishna. It just says something to us about the nature of heaven, what the people aspire for, and uh, can spend their whole lives very carefully uh, following the Varnashram in order to attain such a position. And the chief there can succumb to such um, that he would, uh, out, of, out of envy, he would want to kill 
cows and Krishna's cows and inhabitants of Vrindavan. So it's, it's described that when Shiva made his, when Indra, oh, Indra, oh, Indra, I'm, I should have not, somehow I got into Indra. Uh, it's not Indra, so forgive me. But anyway, to finish that story, Indra consulted, Brahma consulted, Indra consulted with Brahma. Hmm? What is the, how to make up for my um, offense? Brahma said, I, I don't know why I offended him also. Not as bad as you did. But. Sarabhi helped him out, but I, I, excuse me, I, I was I got distracted, but not entirely, because the point is, the gods are bewildered. This is another example of how the gods have a difficult time for understanding Krishna. Piety, it implies. Material piety. Hmm? The moral life. As perfect as one can be in the moral life to attain a position of a Brahma or an Indra. Hmm? In, in and of itself, gets us nowhere in terms of understanding Prajnananda and Krishna. This is the lesson of such stories, among others. Hmm? So this is a continual, continual, ongoing, in so many ways, message of the Bhagavatam. What is what is Vaish, what is Vaishnav Dharma? What is Bhakti, and what is ordinary Dharma? And how um, the former supersedes the latter. And this is a strong emphasis because this is revolutionary. What the Bhagavatam is emphasizing, it's pro Dharma, um, is a revolutionary idea. Hmm? Religion, moral life. This is thought to be the sum and substance of religion, for the most part, across the board, cross-culturally. The difference, in one sense, in Hinduism is that you have this strong emphasis on the moral life, hmm? but included within that is the idea that the moral life is ultimately perfected by jnana, which retires one from action in the world, where the moral law is the concern, it enables one to live within in contemplative life and so on and so forth. But it's so rare. It's so rare to be a sadhu, to be a mystic, in a real sense of the term. And there are many imitations. Therefore, the Gita Krishna says, Mityachara suchate, better to do your work. He who lights no fire, performs no work. Is a, what kind of a sannyasi he says? He, he emphasized this point in Gita. Better to better to work in accordance to the Dharma with detachment from the fruits, which will bring the ingress of knowledge, than to sit in contemplative life. The idea is prematurely, and the idea is that this is not not easy. It's easy to imitate. And when this is imitated, then everything is lost. Then your spiritual example is is compromised and Without that example, then what prospect do we have? If no one has attained it, then uh, then it's difficult to think that, that, that we will. And it's a rare achievement. Manushyanam sahasreshu It's a one in a million. Muktanam apisadhanam narayana parayana. Again, in Bhagavatam, Gita Bhagavatam, similar verses. Very rare. Hmm. But it's very, 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 very rare. Hmm. To, from within the Dharma, Marg, come to Gyan and actually become a real, a real Gyani hmm, and a Mukta. Hmm. However, it is built in to the moral 
life. So you have dharma, artha, kama, and quietly you have moksha. <laughs> Not something that those in the dharma marg like to talk too much about. Hmm. Um, but it's there. Hmm. And this is, I think, a difference from what we see in other traditions to some extent. Not that other traditions don't have their, like the Christian tradition has, has, has mystics. The Sufis could be thought of as a mystic tradition within Islam. But there is, there seems to be some opposition to the mysticism. The call of mysticism on the part of the, of the Jesus, for example, Christ, to drop everything, follow me, and so on and so forth. This is like, these are foreign ideas. I told the story before uh, to the Christian public, largely, um, of how I, I tell the story how I was in, in uh, uh, um, had some um, teaching engagement in Chicago for some time years ago at a temple of Guru Marsh's institution there, and um, there was a, a I think I believe they were Presbyterian Presbyterian couple minister and his wife that had been newly appointed to a church across the street. And um, she was actually a Catholic and used to be a Catholic nun. It's a long story, but um, they're both educated intellectuals and, 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 of course, religiously religiously curious. And, and so they would see the devotees in their dress and so forth. And so she wandered over and started listening to my lectures. And she was very attracted um, to the lectures. We became close. And... Uh, and then she would go home and she would say, he's saying this. And then, and then her husband started to factor in these essential kind of um, spiritual sensibilities into his lectures. And the congregation revolted and they had him sent to the Bahamas. <laughs> so uh, there's, I, I, I guess what I'm saying is it seems like less likelihood for that to happen within Hinduism because it's already acknowledged, hmm, however quietly, that the moral life in and of itself is not the, is, is not the ultimate good, it's the shadow of, of, of the good. Hmm. Um, Sufis are like uh, hated by the many, many, many of the um, Islamic people. And and for and for some reasons, because although there are mystics in there, there are also imitations of mystics, and they do things that, from an Islamic point of view, are immoral. In some in some cases. So at any rate, um, this is this is one thing: the moral life, the shadow of good, and the ultimate good, the 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 the, the, the religious and and virtuous way of acquisition within the world, and then the virtue of nivrti, property nivrti mark, of, of giving up the pursuit of things and and the realization that the best things in life are not things. I'm I'm not a thing. And and it is it is the I the I am that is important. That shouldn't be too hard to digest. <laughs> Of course, the I am is, is is mixed up and confused with the conventional sense of of I, and that's the problem. But here comes the advocacy of the Bhagavatam. 
what does Krishna say in the, in, the, in the beginning of the ninth chapter of the Gita? He says, Raja Vijay, Raja Guyam, Pabitram, Idam, Uttamam, Pratyakshavagamam, Dharmam, Susukam, Kartam, Abhyayam. He says, I'm going to give you the highest knowledge, and it's religious. We just said that the religious life and the life of knowledge are somewhat at odds with one another. One is supposed to lead to the other, but having attained knowledge, inner wisdom, one transcends the, the religious life, the moral life. Hmm? So, in the moral life there's a lack of knowledge, and in the, in the life of the contemplative there's a lack of, there's no necessity for the moral life. And for all intents and purposes, he or she is not interacting with the world, and and uh, um, and so on. So, but here you have the highest knowledge, which, of course, if we read the chapter, the ninth chapter of the Gita, is bhakti, and it's religious. So it's a, it's a super religious activity. In other words, the it has the kind of same structure as religious life. It's active in that sense. Hmm? Love is active. Hmm? In love, we have act, point is in love, we have action and knowledge both. Hmm? In the karma mark, we have action, and there's not any love there, so to speak, or very little. Hmm? Only through the measure that we sacrifice to get a thing. A little bit of sacrifice that we do, there's a little bit of love, a little bit of giving, in other words. The whole thing is about taking. I'll give if I can take, I'll give if I can get. And so. A little bit of giving, so very little, hmm? very little knowledge there, very little, lo- very little love there, and no knowledge. If you have knowledge, why are you pursuing things that don't endure in the pursuit of enduring life and happiness? So, knowledge is absent, and then, then when their knowledge is present, and the action and the dharma marg um, ceases. But there's not necessarily a lot of love there. There's no there's no taking that we have we find in the karma mark, but there's no giving either, so to speak. Hmm? Some giving, maybe some some welfare for the people, some sharing of knowledge. But but in bhakti, both these things are fully operative because in love there is action and there is knowledge. In bhakti, there's a kind of is it, love is a kind of knowing, hmm? essential knowing. So the Bhagavatam, this is a revolutionary text. After all, the story is that Vyas, after compiling all the texts, was chastised by Nard because in the text he emphasizes dharma and karma and jnana and not bhakti in no uncertain terms, clearly, as to make the point that this is what the, all the texts are really pointing to. So he says, you, you've done it by all of the work you've done in your um, writing and editing, compiling, and so forth. Vyas means the compiler, composer. You've done a disservice to to the society. So the Bhagavatam is meant to make up for that disservice to the society, and so this is its whole thrust, right? Entire thrust that there is a parodharma. And uh, it's it's beyond action, what you can acquire, but beyond but what you can acquire by knowledge, unto itself. Mm-hmm. And um, 
as such, it's a veritable New, new Testament to the Upanishads and the Veda and other Puranas and so forth. Um, and, the, and the laws are superseded by love. And so it's difficult. And their Bhagavatam starts out difficult to understand the, 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 what is Bhakti and, and that includes the knowledge of who the object of Bhakti is. So the first stanza of the Bhagavatam tells us what muyanti yatsuraya that the gods are bewildered hmm, by Krishna. They don't understand him. These are examples we've given of Indra, of, of Brahma. Hmm? And this is something about the, well, the, the implications, hmm? what these stories in the Bhagavatam are saying. Hmm? They're emphasizing a point that's spoken directly, hmm? but now in the narrative they're also being played out. These stories have, a, have an import to them. Hmm? We may think we understand the import, but there's a reason the Bhagavatam keeps driving it home again and again and again and again and again. And, and, and we see that persons get involved in Bhakti and they don't get the result in often. And the reason is because they don't understand what they're doing. Hmm? Heaven, it's not easy to understand. Therefore, nityam bhagavata sevaya. It has to be regularly heard, driven home, and from good in, 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 in good association. The, the import of it may be may be understood. So, at any rate, a little bit of an aside here. But Brahma, this is his previous coming, coming life coming as Haridas. And Shiva, of course, well, Shiva has his own encounters with Krishna, also some in Bhagavatam, some fighting with Krishna and being defeated and so on and so forth. So even up to that um, limit, he, he's a super god, not like Brahma, not like Indra. But also uh, falls into this uh, kind of bewilderment, if you will, so in a formal mode way, of course, he's not bewildered here, and, and Haridas is not bewildered. So it's uh, even their offenses, if you will, then have to be taken in light of look at the consequences. You'll think, boy, I wish I could have, get the consequence of, of, of Brahma for his offense to take her as Haridas, become the Namacharya, and be so much um, uh, affectionately uh, embraced by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and, and so on. Hmm. So it's good to be involved in bhakti. It's not good to make offense, but uh, it's bad. But but uh, it appears that for the most part, uh, in spite of that, further opportunities for bhakti will be made available to us, that whereby we may overcome the uh, reaction of such offenses. So. Brahma Haridas and Haridas and Mahavishnu Avatar Shiva of of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. They were closely friends in these. Uh, so we have the Brahma, the Shiva. We have um, the Vishnu and, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. Hmm. So uh, in this way, in the chapter, um, the, the reasons for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent, internal and external, are given in a, in a, in a kind of a cryptic um, one verse each. The elders are introduced, and 
in the context of speaking about the elders and highlighting some of them, the birth of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was described as chart, astrological chart is mentioned, highlighted the circumstances, the the the, the fact that the the the, the Rahu shadowed uh, shaded the the moon in a way of saying that this descent of the god and his method, the method to his madness, the chanting, can turn inauspiciousness into auspiciousness because the inauspicious moment, as it was thought, was causing people to bathe in the Ganges and chant the holy name. So with prior to his appearance, the holy name is being chanted and so on and so forth. So this is what we've discussed, and there's just a few more verses um, and some other of the elders of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Guru Bhargya, as they're described here, are mentioned some now of the ladies, the important ladies. This means other than Sachi, whose importance we went on into at some length. Hmm? How Sachi Mata is the Jashoda of the Gorlila, how she took the role hmm, even that, that Nanda Maharaj took hmm, in Krishna Lila, in terms of Nanda Maharaj being the one that took, took Krishna to Mathura. Yashoda would not agree with that and was ready to throw herself in front of the chariot as well, but Nanda Maharaj assured her he'd bring him back and there were reasons for his going and, and so on and so forth. Chagandha Misha couldn't stay around for a second leaving of Krishna and be responsible for it, and so he opted out early and and the, the burden then, the, uh, if you call it such, came on the shoulders of Sachi, who gave Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the world in terms of the world teacher, Leela. This is the Maddi Leela, which we've heard in this chapter is the most important uh, of the Leelas because it shows the way in the sannyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So she, she gave him to the world. She said, all right. He put himself in her hands after taking sannyas and said, oh, I'm a fool, what have I done? And then uh, she gave the verdict, what should be done? So... So we've already heard about her to some extent. Now, some of the other important ladies are mentioned. So we'll just chant some of the beautiful verses here and see what comes to mind as we uh, hear the names of these Vaishnavis. Shivaser Brahmani Nam Tanra Malini Achajaratner Patni Sange Sindhuri Taila Kai Kala Narikela Diyapuja Narigana Rangi, the wife of Shivas Thakur, whose name was Malani, accompanied by the wife of Chandashekar, otherwise known as Acharya Ratna. And other ladies came there in great happiness to worship the baby with paraphernalia, paraphernalia such as vermilion, turmeric, oil, fruised rice, bananas, and coconuts. Advita Charja Bodhiya Jagat Pujita Arja Namtana Sita Takurani Acharja Ragnapana Ilu Upaharan Dekite Balagashiromani. One day, shortly after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's birth, Advita Charja's wife Sita Devi who is worshipable by the whole world, took her husband's permission and went to see 
topmost child with all kinds of gifts and presentations. Subhanir Kati Bahuli Rajatta Mudra Pashuli Subhanir Angada Kankandu Bahutte Dibya Shankarajatera Malavankasvanam Mudrar she brought different kinds of golden ornaments, including armlets, necklaces, ankles, anklets, excuse me, and bangles for the hands. Svarna, Rupya, Ropya, Mudra, Pahudhan. There, was also ti- there were also tiger nails set in gold, waist decorations of silk and lace, ornaments for the hands and legs, nicely printed silken saris and a child's garment, also made from silk. Many other riches, including gold and silver coins, were also presented to the child. Durvadanya, Gorachana, Haridra, Kunkung, Chandan, Mangala Drabya Patra Bodhya Bhastra Gupta Dhola Chatti Sange Lana Dasi Chedi Bhastra Lankar Pethari Bodhya Riding on a palanquin covered with cloth and accompanied by maidservants, Sita Thakurani came to the house of Jagannath Mishra, bringing with her many auspicious articles such as fresh grass, rice paddy, gorochan, Tumrik kumkum, sandalwood, and all these presentations filled a large basket. Bakshabudcha upahar shangre loila bahubhar sachigrihe hoila upanita dekiya balakatham sakshat kokulkan banamatra deki viparita. When Sita Sita came to the house of Sachi, Devi, bringing with her many kinds of edibles, dresses, and other gifts, she was astonished to see the newborn child, for he appeared before it, for she accepted that he was Sakshat Gokul Khan, directly Krishna of Gokul. The only difference being his golden color. Suvarna, Svarna Anga, Suvarnirmana, Suvarna Pratima Bhana, Sarvanga Sulakshanamai Balake Divya Jyoti Deki Pola Bahupriti Vatsal Yete Jabila Hridai Seeing the transcendental bodily effulgence of the child, each of his nicely decorated limbs full of auspicious signs and resembling a form of gold, Sita was very pleased. And because of her maternal affection, she felt as if her heart were melting. Durvadanya dila shiyashe kaila bahu ashishe chira jibi hao duvivai dakini sakini hoite shanka upajita chite darenam tulia nimai. So she blessed the newborn child by placing fresh grass and paddy on his head and saying, may be blessed with a long life. Being afraid of ghosts and witches, she gave the child the name Nimai.
and she gave gifts at the proper day to Sachi and Jagannath, and in this way she was very pleased and returned to her home. So a little bit about Sita Thakurani here, and uh, a number of verses dedicated to her. One thing uh, we see here is that uh, the, the point that's being made is that she brought many valuable things, and the implication is that Dwayta was wealthy. Hmm? And the implication of that is, of course, that yes, he's Shiva, but he's also Vishnu. <laughs> As he said, Ma, Vishnu. So we go to the Vishnu side of him. Hmm? Shiva's poor. Hmm? He lives, lives uh, very simply and dresses in ashes. Hmm? But Vishnu is, of course, very well dressed and ornamented. And the reason is because, in one sense, what Lakshmi is his wife. So this Lakshmi is the Sarup Shakti of Bhagawan. Hmm? The Sarup Shakti is integral to Bhagawan. We have the, the, the three principal Shaktis of Bhagawan, the, the primary, the intermediate, and the external, or the, uh, the internal, the marginal, and the uh, external, in Prabhupada's language, shaktis, the maya shakti, the external, the, the marginal shakti, the the, uh, the jiva, the tasta shakti, and the sarup shakti, the internal or primary shakti. So these shaktis of Bhagavan, amongst them, we say in our Chintabeda-Beda metaphysic that, that Krishna is one and different from the shaktis at the same time. That said, he's more different than he is one with his Maya Shakti. And he's more one with his Sarup Shakti than he is different from it. And as far as the Tatasta Jeev goes, well, he can live in either environment. Hmm? But he's more at home. Well, let's say he's, he is at home in this Sarup Shakti environment, which is a consciousness environment. Hmm? So there's a there is a kind of um, integration that the Tatasta Shakti can have with the Sarup Shakti that it cannot have with the Maya Shakti. That's why, for example, although the the, the, the body, the spiritual body, the Siddha Deha of the perfected uh, devotee, who is a unit of Tatasta Shakti, Jiv Shakti, the spiritual body is constituted of Sarup Shakti. But the devotee is that body. Hmm? Whereas, although he's constituted of Sarup Shakti, of Tatasta Shakti, whereas in a material environment, he is not the body. Hmm? Because there's no integration between matter and consciousness. They're opposites. The inert, achit, asat, nirananda, and the satchitananda of the jeev, they don't, they don't mix. Hmm. They don't mix. Hmm. Um, but, hmm, just as the Sarup Shakti has the power to transform the Maya Shakti and spiritualize it in the form of the Sadaka Deha, so, and more so, it has the power to integrate with the Jiva Shakti, which is consciousness, hmm, Make ingress into the jiva, and and then 
the result of the jivas responding to this in, in love and, and bhakti is the culmination of that that has a form, the love has a form, hmm? spiritual body. So uh, the idea of the, if you take an iron rod and you put it in the fire, in this example is given in in, in Govinda Bhasha of Baldev Vidyabhushana, where he talks about the Kumaras hmm? being being devotees, but being God. Hmm? Sometimes they're described as in either way. So it means that it can act like God, like a muktukan in so many respects. Just like an iron rod put in the fire, hmm, for all intents and purposes, becomes fire. Even though you could say, well, it's really an iron rod, but that doesn't really kind of count anymore. <laughs> because it's a fire, it's a fire rod. Hmm. Um, but still, the point is, Bhavadiv emphasizes the point is still there. There's a difference. Hmm? It doesn't show up in any way that's, that's of any consequence. Really, you could fully function in the spiritual world, and and you've integrated in 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 a, with the Sarup Shakti in a way that Maya Shakti really can't, hmm? or you can't integrate. Let's say you can't. The, the Tasta Shakti can't integrate with the Maya Shakti. Hmm. But it can integrate with the Sarup Shakti. Hmm. It doesn't become the Sarup Shakti. Hmm. But it's 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 like falling in love. Something like there's the potential in everyone to fall in love. You fall in love and you become more as a result of it. You don't become different a different being and changed in that respect, but all of your potential is is manifest. So, what was the point here? Uh, how we got onto that? Uh, hmm? Right. Yeah. Right. So, the spiritual body hmm, is is a result of this ingress of sarup shakti, hmm? the spiritual qualities. When it's described in the Bhagavatam, in the, in the Bhagavatam, Krishna has so many qualities and the jiva can have some of them. It, what's taught there is that, that with the ingress of bhakti, it can develop some of these qualities, the qualities that Krishna has. Hmm? That Brahman doesn't have, because there's no sarup shakti there. Hmm? This is how integrated the sarup shakti is with Bhagavan. Hmm? In, 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 because of the Sarup Shakti, there's variety in the spiritual life. Hmm. There are qualities, so on and so forth. So, so, so anyway, Mahavishnu, in this sense, Advaita, and his wife is Lakshmi. Hmm. Sometimes referred to as, as, as Yoga Maya, which is appropriate also for other reasons. But here, in the immediate, um, the display of wealth that is being described here natural wealth of the community of the time. I mean, gold and tiger's claws set in gold and and uh, uh, the wealth of, of rice, the main staple and so forth, and spices and so on, and cl- silk and cloth and so forth. So uh, the Brahmins are typically poor, but the weight was quite well off. Hmm? And you know, he had Lakshmi 
as his wife. So uh, and this is the implication of all of the wealth she brought. Now, and also here, it's 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 uh, several verses have been dedicated to her. So she's a very important person. Hmm? And um, with regard to or the way to bringing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, well, she is also then referred to as as, as a manifestation of Yoga Maya, who arranges the stage, so to speak, the, of the leelas and so forth. So, um, a very in, important person in here, she gives the name that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu really became known by. Hmm? Um, and we won't have time tonight, but we'll go on and describe the Again, the, the, the name giving by and selection of the name by Nilamar Chakravarti, the male, the maternal grandfather of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, based on the astrological chart and so on and so forth. And the significance of that is is considerable. But the name by which he really became known is Nimai Pandit. Hmm? Nimai, later the Pandit. Nimai and Nimai, again. Um, it emphasizes this 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 point that he has the ability to turn uh, to do to to turn inauspiciousness into auspiciousness the neem tree is bitter but it uh, has auspicious uh, characteristics and uh, medicinal characteristics and so on and so forth we had heard earlier that that Sachi had what eight seven seven daughters that were uh, died at birth so there was concern for the child. He was born near the neem tree. The neem tree is thought to keep away evil spirits on a psychic level. Hmm? We know on a physical level it has medicinal qualities and so on and so forth. Um, so they also projected that on the psychic level it has power as well. And so underneath the neem tree he was born, so she called him Nimai. This name stuck with him. Later we'll hear also Gorhari, Gorchandra. All these names came from the ladies. <laughs> All these names that we always chant all came from the elderly ladies in in in, in early Gorlita from Malani, Siddhartha Sachi, and so forth. Hmm. Affectionate uh, names. So some some space has been given here appropriately to Sita, a very important person in the Leela. Any questions? Yes. In the beginning of your of this lecture, you. You mentioned Lord Brahma. 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 Uh-uh. Not Brahma. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Speaking to Krishna, and uh, in Srimad Bhagavatam, that being described in, in different places, is that the same Brahma? Brahma? From throughout the Bhagavatam, <laughs> these are uh, you know, you don't, careful not to overthink it. Okay. Hmm. Brahma is a paradigmatic person who represents the Rajaguna. He represents the upper end of piety. Said if you do a hundred births of perfectly executing the Varnashram Dharma, you can become a Brahma. Um, and then. A Brahma Bhuvanap, look up even everybody, even the Brahmas fall down. Of course, some of them get liberated, but there's even death on that planet, is the, is the point that Gita says. So, it's uh, not so important to 
Because he like, well, no, wait a minute, said a Brahma, was, then, then when he came there, and then how, how could Brahma become a Haridas? Because it's still the same Brahma. Don't get, don't overthink it, would be my answer to that in general. Um, but yes, it's, it, is, it is thought that the Brahma at the dawn of creation, who heard the Chatur Shloka, is the same Brahma. Saw Krishna. Obviously, one of them did. Yeah. Right. And all the Brahmas at the dawn of creation hear the Bhagavatam in some universe is the idea. So, now how he came as Haridas when he's still in Brahma, what happened? I mean, uh, Brahma took off, you know, for a, for a moment to become Haridas. <laughs> and that happens. We, we find in Priyat Bhagavatamrita that Gopu Kumar went to the Brahma Loka and something happened to Brahma for a short period of time. and and Gopal became the Brahma. He was appointed as a Brahma. So, Brahma checked out for a short period of time, as Mahavishnu did, for a short period of time. From their, you know, perspective, in terms of the, their, their, their roles, universal roles, and, uh, and entered into an eternal um, moment of, of Gaurila. Did that, that help with your question at all? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Okay, we'll stop there. See Chaitanya Charitamrita Kijaya. Go Bhaktivinda Kijaya. Go Premalanda.